Hi! Thank you for tuning into the Shorts Decks. I'm Lisa Quintero, Young Adult Librarian. And I'm Nick Barron, patron and sometimes volunteer. This is a show where we talk to you about what we've been listening to, reading, or watching, and about what's been going on at the library. So first... Library news! Uh, so we are still doing kits for kids and teens, so if you are interested in one of the kits, take a look at our calendar. We just finished doing a battery kit, a make-it-home battery kit for, for kids, and we've been doing the art cart kits on Wednesdays. Uh, the make-home battery kit was from Tinker Lab, and then we also have been doing the, the teen kits on Thursdays. So this week was an anime craft, um, and last week was last week the tote bag? Yeah, yeah so, the tote bag. Or no, no, last week was the plushie. The tote bag was the week before. Yeah, we had like a plush plush toy that you could make out of felt. Um, so yeah, so we've got a couple more of those coming up before the end of the summer. And the summer reading program ends on August 15th, so be sure to finish your books and get everything submitted before then in order to get your prizes and get entered into the raffle. From the stacks. So, Nick and I have decided to go camping. I have never been camping in my life. Um, as somebody who was raised by a, a man from Mexico who grew up in a very impoverished household, um, my dad never thought that camping was like a thing that any normal sane person would do because he grew up in a house with like dirt floors where three people slept to a bed. So to him, he's like, why would you want to put yourself through sleeping on a floor out in the dirt? with the bugs <laughs> when you could have a roof over your head and you could have like a bed all to yourself or maybe just you and one other person and you know be way more comfortable and so growing up we never went camping like ever um you didn't really do a lot of outdoors stuff other than going to the lake and we'd go swimming at the lake yep but uh but yeah so it's something that i've been curious about for years and nick has told me about some of his camping adventures and i know you know friends have gone camping and i really enjoy hiking and i enjoy i enjoy the great outdoors um so i'm looking forward to it so this week we're going to be talking a bit about some books that we read about camping and about uh nick's camping experiences and what he thinks is going to happen with me <laughs> on our upcoming camping trip so i i want to note that um 10 years ago if uh, you asked Lisa about going camping, she would have said that, no, I have no interest in going camping. And so this is a very a very new thing. Um, but <laughs> uh, that new. I'd say probably, it's, it's, since we've moved to Wisconsin, I think I've met a lot more people here in Wisconsin that do, do the outdoor thing than, you know, back home in Chicago. So. Yeah. yeah, no, very much so. But even, even five years ago when we got here, um, people talked about camping and... Uh, Lisa reacted with, eh, I don't know about that, and has slowly come around. Now, I... It's because of spiders. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like spiders. This is true. This is true. Charlotte's web, uh, you know, should have impacted you much stronger. I mean, it did impact me. It's just that I don't, I don't like them crawling on me. They have too many legs. I like Charlotte's web. I understand that Charlotte was pretty cool, yeah. but I just don't want them anywhere near me. <laughs> So anyways, um, but uh, my experiences camping are, are very varied um, because uh, um, the, we're going to get into this when we talk about some, some of the books, um, but uh, my first experience camping was actually not like normal camping. It was, we went to a campsite, but uh, my dad had a white beat up work van. Um, and you know, he had pulled all of his tools out of the work van and thrown a couple of mattresses in and 
my parents bought a bunch of those little tiny uh, Kellogg's uh, cereal boxes. Oh, I forgot about those. Um, and uh, that was that was camping. In fact, I even vividly remember, even though I was really young, I vividly remember that it was freezing, and my dad like leaving the uh, the engine running the entire the entire night because all of us were cold. <laughs> That's um, no good. You yeah. guys gotta die. Yeah, so, uh, um, but I guess yeah. you were out the, outside. You were in the yeah. garage. But yeah, yes. it was not in a garage, <laughs> and the, I'm sure the windows were probably cracked. Yeah, yeah. but it was also the 70s, so you never yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. But uh, people did. This. I mean, we didn't wear seatbelts. You know, I, mean, I wasn't alive in the 70s. Yeah, I know in the 80s we did not wear seatbelts, and my dad let us ride in the front seat all the time. Yeah. So, so yeah. But, um, but yeah, so the, my first experiences camping were like that. And it wasn't until uh, in, in my high school years that uh, my one really good friend, David Barnes, um, he, uh, he was really big into the Scouts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I reference that because you're going to be talking about some, some, some Boy Scouts of America stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he was really into the Scouts, and he approached camping from an area area of respect mm-hmm. um and uh um you know caring about the uh yeah, conservation and preservation cons- kind of yeah. kind of mindset yeah yeah it's it's not like you know when i camped with my my folks that they you know threw trash everywhere it wasn't it wasn't like that at all but it mm-hmm. also you know you know i wasn't taught about you know packing in and packing out and things like that it mm-hmm. was it was more of hey we show up at a campsite we did the thing and then we went home mm-hmm. so yeah so um so i actually because this is my first time i decided to go with some books that are geared towards kids because i figured you know simple is best yeah. and so um i remember from being a children's librarian several years ago that my old library that i worked at had the boy scouts of america um merit badge series and so I looked in our county cat and found that while Shoreboro doesn't have the Merit Badge series, uh, other libraries do. And so I actually got these sent over from West Alice Public Library. And the one that I originally ordered was just the camping one. Uh, but then after talking to my coworker Nathan, who was a Boy Scout, he said, you probably also want to get the Wilderness Survival one just so you know how to deal with like poison ivy and you know, spider bites and things like that, you know, first aid. Uh, so I was like, all right, that's, that seems smart. So. I got both of these. Uh, They're very easy to read because they're geared towards, you know, kids. Um, And they break things down very succinctly. So I really like the the camping one. It um, kind of gives you an intro into what is required. It gives you a checklist of things that you should bring with you on your trip. Um, It talks all about, you know, conservation and preservation of the land and um, how, you know, you should leave things better than you found them. Um, It also talks about you know, being prepared um, and where to camp. It talks about the difference between front country camping and back country camping, which I didn't know that there was multiple types of camping, so I learned something new. Um, I learned lots of new things, actually. Um, it talked about different like types of foods that you want to bring on camping trips, and if you're doing back country versus front country, if you're doing front country, they're like, you can bring, you know, fruit and, and vegetables and things like that that are fresh but if you're doing backcountry they're like you want to bring a bunch of dehydrated stuff because you have to carry it all in your pack and you know i'm sure a lot of people know all this already but to me this is all new information <laughs> so i was just like whoa what um it also talked about cooking safety and it gave some recipes um it also talked about water and, and cleaning your water if you're not in a front country campsite because it said you know in a front country campsite the water is usually drinkable but if you're camping backcountry you want to bring some sort of 
uh, you know, tablets or, or things like that. You've yet to pur- purify your water. Um, one thing that I really liked about this one is it has a outdoor essentials guide that tells you, you know, what you should bring with. So it's got like a pocket knife and a first aid kit and extra clothing and rain gear and a water bottle and a flashlight and trail food and matches and sun protection and a whole bunch of other stuff. And it also like lists the types of clothes that you should bring. Um, and it also talks about, you know, uh, the difference between backpacks if you're doing like backpacking and it talks about the difference between sleeping bags and tents which you know i didn't know that there were so many different kinds of tents yep um and it also talked about the different kinds of camping stoves and what kind of camping stove you want to use depending on what kind of trip you're going on um and what kind of utensils you should bring and it talked about like one thing that i didn't know is that you know if you're in bear country which everybody in wisconsin probably knows this but i did not know this because i didn't grow up camping is that you know you're supposed to tie tie your food up into a tree and, and um, keep it out of animals' reach. Um, but then it said, you know, if you're doing front country camping, you can just store your food in your car. Um, I also lo- learned about uh, sanitation and cat holes um, <laughs> and digging latrines and washing your dishes out in nature, which I never really thought about because, um, you know, it talked about how you should, uh, in order to keep food scraps, because food scraps, you know, it said can make animal local wildlife sick, um, so it said that once you wash your, your dishes, you should strain the dish water and then like take all the little scraps and put them in with your trash so that you're not leaving Ooh, that's something I didn't that know. out in the, in the wild. So, and then you, you, you know, um, you can dump your water out, but you gotta, you gotta strain your water before you dump it out so that you're not throwing a bunch of different food debris out into the, the woods. Yeah. That is something that I never knew. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. So that was the camping one. And then the wilderness survival one, um, kind of covers a bunch of different scenarios and, and covers what to do. And so it talked a lot about the, the stop. Drop and roll? No, not <laughs> stop. Uh, so it talked about like responding to, responding to a, a adverse situation in an outdoor emergency. And so it talked about, you know, how in an outdoor situation, like the most important thing is to have a positive attitude um, and that that, you know, will get you through. Um, and that if you have a negative attitude, you're, you're less likely to to make it all the way through and like survive. And so it talked about, you know, how to prioritize things like um, signaling and having water and fire and first aid and shelter and food. Um, it also talked about, okay, here's a stop thing. Uh, so you're supposed to, if you're lost, you're supposed to stop. So stop, think, observe, and plan. So um, one of the things that it said is that you're, you know, if you think you're lost, uh, you should stop because if you have a map with you or some sort of, you know, device that can help you reorient yourself, like a compass or a GPS or whatever, um, that you can use that to try and find your way back to the trail. But then it said, you know, if you feel like you're too lost and you don't recognize any of the landmarks nearby, that you can always just stay there because at least if you're with a scout troop or you're with, some, you know, if you plan in advance, because one thing that they talk about is letting people know back home where you're going, how long you're being gone for, you know, uh, what exactly you're intending to do on your trip so that whether, you know, you're with a scout troop or whether you're going out on your own, somebody always knows where you're supposed to be. And if you don't happen to show up by a certain time at a certain place, then they send in rescue. Um, And so uh, I talked about, you know, how if you're lost and you can't find your way back, it's better to just stay where you are and eventually it'll be easier to find you than if you're just wandering through the woods or the mountains or wherever because yeah. the more you wander the more lost you're gonna get and uh you know it talked about observing your your surroundings and 
and making a plan. Um, and you know, using things like mirrors as signals and bright scraps of clothing or like handkerchiefs as signals as well um, that you could use to get the attention of, you know, like aircraft or, or of other people that are far away. Um, so yeah, it was really interesting. It also talked a lot about different things like basic first aid, so you know, uh, CPR and how to stop severe bleeding and how to deal with shock and um, how to turn a a garbage bag into like a poncho but also use it for like a variety of other things it talked about a bunch of different like essential things that you should have with you it also talked about something that made me think of the show macgyver because it talked about you know like okay well if you had like this this and this and this is the situation that you are found in what could you do with these three items in order to like you know and so it talked about you know being creative with the things that you have and and trying to be prepared in terms of the things that you carry on you and it also talked about what you should carry on your person versus in your pack because if you're separated from your pack you know you you might be in trouble so it talked about you know like carrying like matches on your person and and maybe carrying some like water purification tablets on your person and, and if you have medication that you have to take you know and, and things like that um talked about hypothermia and frostbite and talked about you know things that we don't have to worry quite as much about here in wisconsin like snake bites but also you know spider bites uh, <laughs> i'm just like i hope i don't see any black widows i'm sure i probably will um <laughs> stinging insects uh ticks you know when i know we'll see ticks that's fine we'll, we'll protect ourselves um, but yeah and then also talked about you know identifying it has pictures for poison ivy and poison oak and poison uh stomach Sumac. And sumac and uh talks about shelter and it talks so a lot of a lot of different um you know things that you you could use for wilderness survival it also talks about several ways to build a fire without using matches so, yeah so even though even though a lot of people in wisconsin are much more experienced uh campers i'm sure that there's some information in that particular book that uh uh people uh people would take something away from yeah, for sure. And then I was looking at the back and there's all sorts of, you know, the other of the merit badge books are mentioned within these books and they have like, you know, different ones that uh, would tie into stuff like orienteering, which, you know, would help if you're going on a long hiking trip or something. Um, and pioneering, I guess, is another one that, that they said uh, they recommend for this sort of thing. Um, they also, you know, if you're going whitewater rafting or things like that, they have uh, one on whitewater rafting. So yeah, they have several several interesting merit badge ones, um, and they're pretty short. They're less than a hundred pages. Um, so if you're just looking for an introductory thing, so that you can learn the basics of camping, if you're like me and your family was like, no, we don't do this, um, <laughs> you can learn and you can you know go on your very own adventure if you so choose. The other book that I picked up from the library actually again was not something that we. Uh, owned at, at Shorewood, but it's something from the Oak Creek Library. I got a cookbook called The Dirty Gourmet, which is food for your outdoor adventures, and it contains all sorts of different recipes for um, stuff that you could cook at camp. And it has uh, like the cookie method listed, so uh, some of it's stuff that you'd make at home and bring with you, some of it's stuff that you would need a two burner stove for, some of the stuff you could make over a campfire, and some is stuff that you would make with a light backpacking uh, stove. And there's quite a few recipes in here that seemed very tasty. Um, Side, it, side note, one of the things that, there was actually a couple of recipes in the, uh, in the camping. Uh, the Boy uh, Scouts book? Boy Scout book. And I, I had, even though I've been camping, I had never thought of the idea of preparing my pancake mix in advance and uh, having the, the dry ingredients all mixed together in 
uh, one canister and the wet ingredients in another canister and then just mixing it on the campsite and making pancakes. And that is something we are definitely going to do. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited to try that out. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of recipes in here that look delicious. Uh, there's like grilled green bean salad that you can make over the fire. Um, there's, you know, vegetable skewers. Um, there were uh, some flautas that looked really good. Um, it has, it like breaks it down into, like I never thought about it, but you can make desserts, you know, like cakes and stuff. I mean, we're not gonna take a, a fancy, you know, oven with us, but it's like, oh, I do plan on making s'mores, um, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, I'm very excited to, to try this out. Um, I've always been interested in camping to some degree, but it wasn't until probably about, I think it was like six or seven years ago, I read um, Wild by Cheryl Strayed, which is about her uh, hiking the Pacific Crest Trail uh, on her own. And I thought like, that's really cool. And then also like a few years before that, I read Into the Wild by John Krakauer and I kind of admired Christopher McCandless, but at the same time, you know, thought he was a little dumb because he went out there with no preparation whatsoever and ended up dying because he, he ate these like plants that he shouldn't have been eating and they made him sick and ultimately he poisoned himself. But, um, but you know, these stories are things that have always interested me, but you know, I haven't pursued it out of one, fear of spiders and two, just not knowing anything about it really and also mm. you know knowing that in some areas i mean growing up in illinois it's like you wouldn't have to worry about bears but i know that you know you go further up in northern wisconsin or minnesota and you know there are bears yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's, it's, it's interesting because uh, um when we lived in chicago uh we had friends and even a roommate that were really really into the idea of going out into the woods and roughing it mm -hmm. uh full on into the wild style um, and, uh, um, I remember you thought they were all kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but I you enjoy, you enjoyed hiking. I do. Uh, I give, I've always enjoyed hiking, but, um, but yeah, I think, you know, the more that I've read and the more that I've, I've thought about it and talked to people about it, the more I'm like, this, this seems like something I want to try. I, I don't know that I'm going to love it. I yeah. might hate it, but I'm willing to try it. Uh, you know, I got my sleeping bag. We bought a tent. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited. We actually set up our tent today to, see if we could you know do it before we go on our first camping trip because we're going in mid-august so and it, and, it, and it was nice we had a little bit of a challenge with it because it was very breezy today and so our our, our tent pieces were blowing all over the place so that was nice yeah um but yeah you know it's uh it's lisa likes an adventure I and do that's like adventure and that's that's uh what this is gonna be and um, i like learning new things about about things that i haven't done before so yeah. you know but yeah i um, one of the the bit of assigned reading uh, that Lisa gave me that I did not complete um, was the Green Guide to Low Impact Hiking and Camping um, by Laura and Guy Gee, Laura and Gee Waterman, um, and uh, this is a book about low impact uh, hiking and camping, as the name implies. Um, I didn't get very far into it, uh, in all honesty. Uh, because this actually, this book actually came out in 1979, but they've uh, reissued and rewritten it multiple times to uh, change with the times. Uh, there was multiple forwards and and uh, introductions and introductions, but it was one of the things that that stuck out um, in one of the uh, introductions was that uh, I recently started started um, rock climbing. 
um, but doing indoor rock climbing. And one of the things that uh, that they talked about was how um, you know outdoor recreation of this nature has gotten more and more popular. And one of the things that rock climbing um, has become increasingly popular, and people have wanted to you know go out and actually they they learn learn some skills indoors and then they want to go take it outside mm-hmm. and one of the things that that's resulted in is that uh people go to uh to different uh cliff and cliff and rock faces and they would go and they wouldn't think about the conservation of the land mm-hmm. and they would just like trample over all the brush and and they would uh in some cases like insert bolts into the uh into the rock face in order to have you know the um uh, was it pitons for their mm-hmm. uh, for the carabiners or what have you? Um, yeah, which is very different from you know like the the Boy Scouts and and the conservation aspect of it because it's like you know reading the camping guide for the Boy Scouts it's like you're supposed to find established campsites or areas where there's dead vegetation instead of you know placing your mm-hmm. stuff over fresh vegetation and you're supposed to avoid hiking through you know areas where there's fresh vegetation you're supposed to try to stick to trails and, and establish trails and yeah um, take take only pictures leave, leave nothing, only yeah leave, leave only, only footprints. footprints yeah yeah yeah. um but yeah so uh but because you know people got excited and they're like hey i i like this rock climbing i want to take it outside and so they there wasn't as the, as they put it the etiquette mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting how all different um, different activities have their own etiquette. As somebody who is a longtime bowler, uh-huh. um, when I go bowling and I'm, you know, waiting at the line and I'm a, a, about to to throw my ball, if somebody in the neighboring lane just jumps up and throws their ball, I'm thinking to myself, you know, don't they know any etiquette? But that's because I grew up bowling mm-hmm. and have these these ideas in my head of of this is how bowling is supposed to go. But somebody who's who's never never bowled in a league or what have you, mm. might not know that they're not supposed to do this. Yeah. And um, I didn't know there was bowling etiquette. Yeah. I just go up and do the thing. Yeah. No, you're, <laughs> you're supposed to wait until the person next to you is done. Yeah. Um, and so... I mean, so I guess I do do that now, but maybe I think it's just from observing other people, but I didn't know that that was like a thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's a thing. Um, and skateboarding is the same way. Um, when you're when you're at a, at a ramp, you don't just drop in on a ramp when somebody else is going. You you wait your turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know there's there's an established etiquette for for many different things. And one of the things that uh, you know hikers and backpackers had established um, etiquette of you know how to conserve the land um, and enjoy it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then other people came in and they were like, oh, we're gonna do this thing and. Um, it ran counter to what was going on. And so they talked, talked quite a bit in, in the one, one of the introductions, because as I said, there were multiple, mm-hmm. um, about, you know, that change in the culture, mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to read that one before we, before we go on our trip. Um, yeah. If anybody has any, any suggestions for what to do, uh, we we're planning on doing some hiking. We actually booked ourselves a campsite up in Kettle Moraine, um, on the Northern unit. So I'm very excited and, uh, Planning maybe doing some swimming up at the the lakes up there, but other than that, yeah. Yeah, first first timer. First timer. We'll see how it goes. I'm a camping noob. Yeah, and in all honesty, it's it's been, I think, 1996. 
weeks. Okay, so it's been a while for you. Yeah, I think I think the last time I went camping was in 1996. I've, I've spent plenty of time uh, sleeping in, in vans and cars because I was in a touring band, but that's not the same as sleeping in a sweltering hot tent um <laughs> so yeah it's gonna be gonna be uh, a new experience especially for lisa and i yeah yeah i'm hoping for good weather so we can sleep with it without the rain fly on it <laughs> stars yes. hopefully not too many creepy crawlies um but we'll see yeah you it's know. nature i i expect creepy crawlies just no black widows please yes <laughs> <laughs> And that book that I was mentioning, The Dirty Gourmet, I forgot to mention who the authors were on that one, if you're curious. The authors are Amy Trudeau, Emily Nielsen, and Mayan Kwan. Uh, and the subtitle is Food for Your Outdoor Adventures. As always, thank you for tuning into the show Stacks. We hope you have enjoyed the show. If you have any questions or comments for our host, uh, you can send them to us at shortstacks at gmail.com. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. Until next time, thanks for listening, and be well. The Sherwood Stacks is produced by Lisa Quintero and Nick Barron, with music by Kevin McLeod. The title of this song is Ice Flow, and can be found on Incompetech.com.